If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Lightning fans, you found the right show for everything you need to know about your favorite team in the NHL. It's the Lightning Insider Podcast with Eric Erlinson. Get ready for insight, historical perspective, interviews, and breaking news that comes from a reporter insider who's got near 20 years on the Tampa Bay Lightning beat. Now for the latest with the Lightning, here's Eric. Welcome in to the lightninginsider.com podcast, the post-game thought edition Eric Erlinson here from LightningInsider.com. As always, with some thoughts and whatever else happens to pop into my mind, after Tampa Bay's 6-1 victory against the Anaheim Ducks, and uh, first of all, apologize for nothing after the Vegas game on Saturday. Sometimes the late nights just are too much for me to uh, hold up. And, and put something together uh, on those late nights. So apologize for that. Not the best of games, not the worst of games for Tampa Bay. Uh, first period put them in a hole that they just could not climb out of no matter how much they tried and how much they uh, had possession of the puck and, and everything else in that game in Vegas. So they ended up that road trip 2-1-1, one, and one, uh, pick up five out of eight points. And I, and I want to make this point about that statement I just made. I made somebody tell me, or you throw in my mentions, and I know I bring this up quite a bit, but this is what irritates me sometimes about um, the debauchery that can happen on Twitter. Had somebody tell me that the Lightning turned a good road trip into a failure because they lost that game in Vegas. I don't know about you, but they picked up five of eight points. Percentage-wise, that's 62.5% of the available points the Lightning came home with. You pick up 62.5 of the available points throughout the course of a regular season, you're a playoff team without even blinking. So, uh, again, I I know I kind of went on a little bit of a a soapbox a couple weeks ago on that subject matter, and and again, to to see that stuff, I just kind of shake my head sometimes, and I wonder, um, 
you, you know, why why you would think that in that situation. And, you know, not everything is judged on a game-to-game basis. It's uh, You have to kind of look at things in a bigger picture situation and make your judgments from there. If you win six out of every ten games, you feel pretty good about yourself. If you win the first six and lose the last four, it doesn't change the points you got. It changes your perception of how things, but it doesn't change the facts. And uh, and, and that was uh, one that uh, kind of had me scratching my head a little bit um, on Saturday. But they put that behind them, and they came out, and I'm going to tell you, there are challenges in a game like this, like big challenges in a game like this. First and foremost... You've heard me say this before. If you've listened to anything I've ever said over the past number of years, anything I've written uh, over the years, whether I was with my time with the Tribune uh, for 16 years covering the team or for the past six years, six-plus years at LightningInsider.com, the first game back from a long road trip, they're tough. They're tough games. No matter the situation, no matter the opponent, they can be difficult games and the lighting had four games in nine days uh, flew back after the game against Vegas landed at 6 30 a.m eastern time had some, look had, if any of you have ever taken a red eye back from the west coast from the pacific time zone you understand the challenge trying to get your body clock back in rhythm after that type of a of a situation it's not easy uh, so, you know, Sunday is a, is a reset day, and they actually took the day off on Monday, uh, late cancellation of practice to kind of give the players rest because rest is a weapon, and that's something that uh, I'll have up on the website here in the next uh, little bit in regards to the, the grueling schedule that they have coming up over the next month and, and the challenges that come with that. So you have that first game back. You've been off for two days. You don't get back on the ice until the morning skate. Okay, that's a challenge in and of itself. Now, you're facing an Anaheim team that is bad. That is a bad hockey team. They got good so they got some good skilled players, but they are a bad hockey team. And you know, they'd lost what five in a row coming in. They gave Florida all they could handle Monday afternoon. It was a President's Day game. Down in Sunrise, the Ducks had a 2-0 lead. Couldn't hold that. Then went ahead 3-2 with about seven minutes to go. Couldn't hold that. Ended up win, uh, losing the game in overtime to the Panthers. So, yes, the, the Ducks did play the day before. Not the night before, the day before. So a few hours extra rest on a normal back-to-back situation. But the Ducks, like you look at some of the stats for Anaheim, had given up 50 or more shots five times this year, which is astounding. I think they'd given up 40 or more shots more than half the number of games this season. We're, we're talking 25, 27 games on the year. They've given up at least 40 shots in a game. They've been outshot in 47 of their 57 games to date. They have 17 wins on the year fewest in the league, only seven of those have come in regulation. So we're at the end of February and they got seven regulation wins. And and I'm not I'm not into the betting scene, but I certainly saw something floating around that the lightning tonight in this game were the highest 
betting odds ever for a favorite to win a game. And I'm not going to even pretend to explain exactly what those numbers mean. But if any of you are into that scene of anything, uh, you'll know what I'm talking about. But they were the biggest overwhelming favorite in the odds makers uh, in a regular season game in I don't know how long. Maybe ever. Maybe ever. So if if the Lightning had, let's put it in this perspective, had the Lightning lost this game, man, I can't, I would have had to shut off my mentions <laughs> on Twitter. I would have had to shut them off because everybody would have been saying, you can't lose this game. How can you lose to that team? You can't lose to that team. How come you lost this game? So there is a challenge there. And I know you're not going to get players, coaches to ever publicly say it. But they know they can't lose that game. And this, look, this is the National Hockey League. Every team has good players. Trevor Zegras is a terrific player. Still has some maturing to do as a player. Mason McTavish. You know, Troy Terry is, is absent. He was out of this game with an injury. He didn't play, but he's a good young player. Cam Fowler has been a really good defenseman for a number of years. You know, they added John Klingberg this year. They have Kevin Shattenkirk, who was with the Lightning a couple years ago and helped them win a Stanley Cup. Now, John Gibson didn't play this game tonight. I saw something from Mike Harrington, who uh, brought up John Gibson's numbers this year in, in, in response to somebody who said John Gibson is an elite goaltender. You know what? I think John Gibson is an elite goaltender. But his goals against average is north of four and his save percentage is south of 900. Not elite numbers, but then you watch Anaheim play and you go, what? Those might be elite numbers. That's how bad of a team Anaheim is. So the Lightning could not lose this game on many levels. So you add all of that up and it is a challenge. And in the first period, it was a bit of a challenge. You know, the Lightning got a power play in the opening minute of the game. Didn't score. Anaheim gets a couple of power play opportunities. Fortunately, they didn't cash in. There was one little flurry around the Tampa Bay net. I'm still not sure how the puck didn't go in. That could have put Anaheim up 1-0. And look, the even strength numbers, you know, the advanced numbers, and granted there were four power plays, in the period, so there's only about 12 minutes of even strength time. But they heavily favor Tampa Bay. The the shot attempts were 21-11, something along those lines. So the Lightning had the puck a lot, which you would expect them to do in a game and an opponent against an opponent like that. So they did have the puck a lot. Didn't do a lot with it. When they did, it, it seemed like they kept shooting. And, and the goalie tonight, uh, the rookie, Lucas Dostal, they kept shooting to his glove, and he kept stopping him with his glove. Right, so there wasn't really good shot selection going on. They passed themselves out of a lot of shooting opportunities, turned into turnovers, you know, the things that can get this team into trouble, especially if you turn the puck over to, say, a Trevor Zegras, who can do a lot of magical things with the puck on a stick. So there was a danger in how that first period played out. The Lightning were off. Their power play was out of sync. Their 
gameplay was out of sync. And again, that lends itself to that first game back after a long road trip theory. It's not even a theory. Didn't have their legs under them a little bit. And you get out of it, it's a 0-0 game. And the shots on goal, this is another thing that sends me up a wall sometimes. The, the shot totals changed about three times from about the 17-minute mark until the start of the second period. They, they ended up being, shots on goal ended up being 12-9 in favor of Anaheim. At one point, they were 12-10. At one point, the Lightning had a 10-9 lead. It, either way. And it's a 0-0 game. So it's a, it's, it's a scoreless game. It's not even scoreless because 0-0 is a score. But you're, you're in a tight game against an opponent that everybody, everybody outside says you can't lose this game. But you felt that they were going to come out in the second and correct themselves a little bit, and they did. And it was as dominant of a period as you're going to see. They score four goals in the span of five minutes and 55 seconds to take um, a 0-0 game into a 4-0 game in the almost a blink of an eye. Nick Paul, Anthony Sorelli, Ross Colton, Zach Bogosian gets his first of the year. And they erupt. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Don't be left out. Make sure you subscribe to the Lightning Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else where podcasts are found. Now, here again is Eric. The shot totals in the second period were 22 to 1 in favor of the Lightning. And that one from Anaheim didn't come until a minute and change left in the period. And it was a great air. And it took a, a great A save from grade A plus save from Andre Vasilevsky to prevent Anaheim from scoring there. He was Trevor Zegris was again five feet above the crease and Vasilevsky snared it with the glove. But it was it was a pure dominant period. And you know when I asked John Cooper after the game about 
what changed other than the goals going in. He did say that, you know, going back to shooting the, the puck into the glove, the goalie, he said, look, it, these are all NHL goalies. And if you allow them to see the puck, there's a good chance they're going to stop it. <coughs> Excuse me. And that's kind of what was going on. So they tried to get more traffic in front, um, you know, move, get the goalie to move east-west a little bit more, uh, get some uh, bodies in front, and, uh, you know, that kind of changed the complexion of the game. And, and it took away some of the bad habits that they were dealing with in the first period and, and turned them into better habits in the second period, including shooting the puck. You know, I, again, looking at the advanced numbers and the advanced stats, the expected goals just at even strength. This doesn't even count the power plays because the lighting did convert on the power play. The expected goals, the lighting had 92% of the expected goals because... Anaheim, again, according to natural stat trick, at even strength, had a 0.11 expected goal rate. That is low. I mean, you can't get much lower than that. But when you don't have the puck, and I think Anaheim only had nine shot attempts for the period, if that. Might have had fewer than that. And it was the type of period the Lightning had to have. They had to have that. And... I know that kind of sounds a little crazy in ways, but based on everything I just talked about, about the challenges of facing this team, they couldn't lose this game. Not at this point in the year. And look, Anaheim's beaten some teams this year. They beat Colorado in Denver. Right? They went toe-to-toe with Florida, and Florida's desperate for points. Had a 2-0 lead on the Panthers. So any team can beat any team on any given night, but I can't imagine what things would have looked like and how people would have felt about this team if they'd have lost this game. Well, they went out and did exactly what they needed to do and dominated a period and pulled away and, for lack of a better term, stepped on the throat of the Ducks and and just pulled away in this game. Every player had a shot on goal. In this game for Tampa Bay, again, they finished with 40-plus shots because that's what Anaheim does. They give up a ton of shots. And here's the the other interesting stat coming out of this game. Six goals, 13 different players recorded a point. Only three players had multiple point nights. So that's, that's a good sign you're spreading the offense around. Those three players, by the way, were Alex Kalorn, who had a pair of assists. Ross Colton had a goal and an assist. And Nick Perbix had his second three-assist game, as he does finish with uh, three helpers in this one. Also had three assists in the game against the LA, LA Kings in the final game before the All-Star break. So Nick Perbix, again, continues to just be the quiet performer for Tampa Bay just does little things well, makes good reads, makes good plays. It was a great pass he had to set up a goal by Anthony Sorelli. Sorelli was all by himself across the ice on top of the crease. 
Perbix found him with a perfect pass right on the blade of his stick. And Sorelli makes a quick move to his backhand and, and flips the puck into the back of the net. So again, 13 different uh, players recorded a point tonight. Only three had multi-point nights. You got goals from Nick Paul, sets a career high as 17th. His first one in a while. It's funny, after the game, I asked him about you know, reaching the 17-goal mark and a new career high. And he said, uh, yeah, was sitting on 16 for a while, uh, kind of squeezing the stick a little bit. Uh, he said he ran into Phil Esposito at dinner the other night, and Phil told him to shoot the puck more, which uh, Phil once again mentioned to Nick as uh, he was the first period intermission guest on the Lightning Radio broadcast. Of course, Phil and Dave Mishkin uh, do those calls, and uh, Dave reminded him of that, or sorry, Phil reminded him of that, and uh, Nick Paul ends up scoring a goal. You also get a goal from Ross Colton on the power play. You get a goal from Braden Point, his 200th career goal, second fastest player in franchise history to hit the 200-goal mark. Only Steven Stamkos did it in fewer games than Braden Point. Uh, you got a goal from Corey Perry. Uh, as I mentioned, the goal from Zach Bogosian, his first of the year, the Sorelli goal uh, as well. And the Lightning did what they needed to do to pull away with a 6-0 victory against a team. Again, they couldn't afford to lose to, and they didn't. They did it. Now you've got a stretch coming up over the next couple of weeks where you're going to face Buffalo, Detroit, Pittsburgh, Florida, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Carolina. It's a tough stretch of games coming up for Tampa Bay. John Cooper mentioned after the game if they want to you know, kind of, you know, get on a little bit of a, of a run here in terms of points. This is going to be tough. Tough little stretch, a good little stretch of games for the team here. A couple of back-to-backs thrown in there on the weekends. Again, that game at Buffalo is actually a, a makeup game from uh, the, the game on December 23rd that was snowed out. So that's why there's an additional back-to-back in there. But you've got a tough stretch and that starts on Thursday with Buffalo at home Buffalo trying to keep themselves in the playoff race actually have a pretty good foot in the door to be honest based on their points percentage Uh, they have a ton of games in hand on the teams in front of them so um, Buffalo's here on Thursday and they had a tough one at home. They look. They wanted to make a statement, if you will. They wanted to, you know, put themselves on the right foot as they hosted the Toronto Maple Leafs. And of course, the Maple Leafs just acquired Ryan O'Reilly and Nola Chari, and uh, they got waxed. I think the game was already. It might have been four nothing. Definitely three nothing before the Sabers had a shot on goal. And uh, you can imagine how things are going in Toronto when Ryan O'Reilly ends up with a hat trick in this game. So it was enough tough night for the Sabres in this one. So they're going to have that on their mind as they fly down here tomorrow uh, to face the Lightning. I say tomorrow. On Wednesday, ahead of Thursday's game, where, again, they're, they're going to want to make a statement. They, they've looked at the Lightning the last couple years 
as a team that's beaten the pulp out of them for too long. And they they want to get back. They want to get the Lightning of the team they feel they need to beat to prove something to themselves. So that's what the Lightning are going to be facing on Thursday. A much different situation than what they faced against the Ducks. The Ducks are just like, eh, how are we going to lose this game? Right? It just kind of feels that's where the Ducks are at. How are we going to lose this next game coming up? And Buffalo is like, how are we going to find a way to win this game to stay in the playoff chase? And they're look, they are in the playoff chase. There might be six or seven teams fighting for two spots. Because you have Florida, Pittsburgh, the Islanders, Buffalo, Detroit's in that conversation. Uh, you could even say potentially Ottawa is in that conversation. So you've got a bunch of teams. Uh, it's much better than last year where you knew the eight teams by December. Uh, and Buffalo's right in the mix of that. Tage Thompson is having another fantastic year for them. Uh, they have goaltending questions. Uh, Uka Pekalune was um, in net today, tonight, against the Leafs and was pulled. So they have that kind of going against them a little bit. Uh, but with Rasmus Dahlin and Owen Power on the back end, two number one overall picks. You know, the, the Sabres are a team on the rise, and they're looking to make a statement this year. So that's what the Lightning have facing them on Thursday, which is going to be a much different task than they faced against the Anaheim Ducks. And we'll see how they handle that situation coming up on Thursday when they host the Buffalo Sabres. All right, that's going to wrap it up for me. Those are my uh, post-game thoughts after Tampa Bay does knock off the Anaheim Ducks by a score of 6-3. to three. Hey, leave me a good five-star review on uh, the old podcast here, if you don't mind. It uh, certainly helps raise the profile of this podcast. It just takes a minute to kind of hit that five-star review. And, uh, you know, um, any other comments you want to make with, especially on Apple, it means a lot to do that on Apple. So, um, you know, be sure if, uh, if you can, if you have the time to do that as well. If you're not a subscriber to my website, use the code podcast when you sign up $10 off the first year of a yearly subscription. Uh, again, that is at lightninginsider.com. The pregame skate show with myself and Bobby, the chief Taylor airs one hour before every lightning game for home games. We are at cigar city brewing tap room, which is outside of Amelie Arena on Thunder Alley there. Uh, come by and say hi. I'm usually there about 5.30. Uh, we're on the air at 6. That's on the Strike 102.5 HD Channel 2 for those who have HD-capable radios. And, of course, it's always streaming at Lightning Radio 24-7 on the new official Tampa Bay Lightning Team app. Uh, we're also on the air for road games one hour before puck drop. Uh, obviously, that's not live from Cigar City, but we are on the air one hour before puck drop for road games as well. So make sure you check that out. And uh, as always, thanks for all the support and everything else that uh, you guys have given me through the years. And uh, we'll talk soon. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious 
this extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.